0: Hello.
1: What's up, bro? We're freaking live. We get right into it. Can I just have you do a quick sound check with those uh, yeah, sure. headphones next oh, to you? Wait, 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 See, how it. you're standing right, oh, here, right here, right here. I got you. I got you. See how you're sounding. You can tell I don't,
0: I don't have this equipment.
1: Bro, you're good. All good, man. All right. How you sounding? Oh, I, sound, I hear it. You yeah. sound great? Oh, yeah. yeah. Adam Hell Hamada.
0: Yeah. Yes, sir. So is the H silent? No, 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 it's, it's, it's Hamada, like I think my parents were just immigrants, so they didn't know how to spell it, you know what, <laughs> what I mean, Cause Oh, they had a chance to re-spell it? No, 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 because everybody thinks it's spelled H-A-M-A-D-A, but it's H-M-A-D-A, so it's actually my first name backwards with an H at the beginning.
1: Oh, love that. Yeah. Yeah. I've had people correct me, where they're like, no, nah, no, nah, it's H-A-M-A-D-A. <laughs> so where are you from initially, start from the beginning? Um, well, I was
0: born and raised in Brooklyn, but my parents are from uh, Algeria, Egypt, my mom Algerian, my dad Egyptian. Where in Brooklyn? Uh, Ridge so it's like South Brooklyn. And you went to high school there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I went to Fort Hamilton High School. And then did you go to college around there?
1: Uh, I, I went to Stony Brook for, like, two years, transferred, and then went to Ford. I played on the tennis team at UConn, and we played Stony Brook a few times in oh, tennis. Way? And my boy went to uh, Stony Brook Medical School. Were they good at tennis? They were actually solid, yeah. They, ha- they had, like, a lot of uh, European guys. Really? So anytime you really have, like, an opportunity to have tennis scholarships, like, a lot of schools yeah, yeah. don't have scholarships yeah, yeah. because of Title Nine. Mm-hmm. so, like if a school does actually have tennis scholarships, then they usually are able to get like a few good players and yeah. they like split it up, give somebody like a half scholarship and stuff like mm-hmm. that. But Stony Brook was always solid. Like they were pretty good sports school in general now.
0: Yeah, I mean, we're all right, because it's like a public university, so I figured it's like, it wouldn't be too crazy, but well, we had one kid go to the NBA. Oh, like, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Is,
1: it, wait, is it New York
0: public university? How does that work? It's a state university, so it's like, there's CUNY and there's SUNY, um, so s- state universities are like all over New York State, and then CUNYs are like the city universities, so like the ones in New York City.
1: Right, I should yeah, know that. But growing up in uh, Brooklyn, though, did you have to pay a different rate because you weren't? It wasn't in the city; it was in the state. Yeah, yeah, you get it's cheaper. It's like it, honestly,
0: because you pay, like
1: out of state tuition is like it's it's
0: like forty k. It's like insane. But if you're in state, it's a little more affordable. It's like six thousand. It's not is, not it, is that the reason
1: benefit. you like went to Stony Brook for the most part? Because that's the best SUNY school, right? It's that uh, probably, Stony Brook and Binghamton, maybe.
0: Yeah, probably Binghamton or Stony for sure. Um, but yeah, I, I, everywhere else rejected me.
1: That's why. I okay, was like, I was like, yeah, I wanted,
0: <laughs> I wanted to go to Brown. That's where I wanted to go. Oh damn! Yeah, I fucking, my grades were not there. My also, fucking, Brown, my that would have been was
1: insanely expensive, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. It's looking at like seventy that, year That's the thing. I was boards. just like, because you're like eighteen, you don't know what the fuck you want to do, so you're it's, just like, it's crazy that at eighteen we're only allowed to take out loans for four years your college program and not allowed to take out a business loan but then again you could take out a two hundred fifty thousand uh-huh. dollars college loan and the government doesn't and you care. can't
0: file bankruptcy on the student loans so you got it like right? no matter what, even if you file bankruptcy like the student loans stay so you still got to pay that shit
1: back. i also would imagine that many people would be doing that for a like, time over yeah. time just to, like try and get rid of those student loans because yeah, yeah, some yeah. people really don't even or most people don't pay it back until like they're 45 or 50 years old i'm not i'm not paying it is it possible that it's going to get removed? What's the deal with this?
0: Uh, I'm hoping one of the presidents comes through, you know, and just wipes <laughs> that shit out. But regardless, I'm not paying. Man. I'm not fucking.
1: Good for you, man. Also, like, how can we be made to make a decision like that at 18 years old? Like, oh, I really yeah. want, if you were to have gone to Brown, like you would have been, now you'd be like, all right, yeah, yeah I, I went to Brown, fine, but yeah. like, you'd be $120,000 extra probably yeah. in debt, $30,000 a Cause, year on cause top of Because my
0: debt wasn't too crazy, but I fucked up my last semester of college because, uh, you're supposed to apply for like fafsa like every school year right what's so that Some it's like sort that's of financial program. aid okay so i applied for like 2020 to 2021 and i had to do an extra semester so i was like four and a half years to finish college but my last semester was in 2021 so i was like oh i don't have to apply for 2021 to 2022 oh uh, yeah so i'm good and then i realized i had to so they charged me like full price for the last semester and i had no idea why did you until- take an extra semester because I, uh, I transferred, so a lot of my credits didn't roll over. Oh, so where you transfer do, from? I went from Stony Brook to Fordham. Okay. So Stony Brook was where I started, and Fordham is where I finished.
1: Like, is there a reason why you transferred, though, that late in the game? Yeah, because
0: uh, I, I started stand-up when I was at Stony Brook. And then I, uh, I wanted to, because I'm from the city, so I was like, I wanted to move back, take it more seriously. Because I was commuting from Long Island into to the city every day. That's like exit like,
1: 60 or something on the LIE? Uh, no, I would, just, I
0: would go on the Long Island Railroad. So I remember one day I had a spot at Broadway. I was like uh and my spot I was supposed I was supposed to get off stage at like 12:15 and the last train back to uh, Stony Brook was like 12:25 and I remember I, like I sprinted and I missed it. So I just stayed in the station till like 4 in the morning. Waiting for the next train. just talked to like some homeless dude. For oh like my three God. Hours. For
1: those of you who don't know, um, Adam's referring to Broadway Comedy Club on 53rd and 8th? Yeah, yeah, 53rd and 8th. So, you, so yeah. you, you came in and then we're just at the station for like the next four hours yeah, just chilling. Yeah.
0: yeah, I just talked to some homeless dude for like three hours. It was actually a very enlightening conversation, but you know. But
1: then, but then again, the Fordham from all these other spots are like I mean it's definitely closer than Stony Brook, yeah, but it's yeah. not that much closer, right?
0: No, Fordham because they have two campuses, one in the city, like in Midtown Manhattan. Oh, is that one the one on Columbus
1: Avenue? Yeah, yeah, that's bro, the one I went to. Dude, I went to high school on that block, Professional oh, Children's really? School. Oh, you know shit. it says PCS Way. Oh, you from New York? That's school? I went to. Yeah, bro, from oh, Manhattan, oh, man. Oh, I didn't know that, dude. Yeah, yeah. oh, it's oh, crazy. Dude, I had the I think the hat bef- behind you fell. One second, we gotta pull, pull off oh, that out. Right. But yeah, yeah, yeah okay, we gotta get that in the shot. Yeah, Dude, that's what I'm saying, bro. Okay, so yeah. I grew up in um, Manhattan. I went to uh, middle school at Friends Seminary. I'm not sure if you're familiar. No, no. On like 16th Street, close to the stand, actually. Oh, wait. And then I went to high school, professional children's school. I was oh, um, a tennis player. So I went there to like, if I needed to leave on a Thursday, go to Florida for a national tournament, they'd send me the homework. Oh, so you I would, I like pro-pro pro like Bro, I wanted to be pro, but not like...
0: You kind of look like, like Nadal too. really, bro. I've never heard you that. Know what I mean, like, love that.
1: And dude, we got the freaking credentials over here. I've popped them up. So oh, These are like shit. U.S. Open credentials. When I was oh. playing, guess I was hitting partner. Bro, I was freaking serious, man. So you were one of those kids that grabbed like the balls? Like, well, that was, US no, no, no. That was a I, that was. Um, that was like a ball boy situation oh, right, right, those are right. people who like worked at the u.s yeah. open i was like a hitting partner like oh, i wait. would hit with those guys mm-hmm. and stuff like that uh but like ninth grade i was homeschooled for tennis just to travel and like i had a wow. private tutor oh shit. so when i was like 14 years old i really wanted to go pro but then by the time like i was 16 and 17 years old at, in tennis you kind of really have to know that you're gonna make it when you're yeah. that age uh just because like tennis is such a young sport like by yeah, the time yeah. you're 19 or 20 years old you got to be on tour training and everything yeah so 14 years old i thought i was going to go pro 15 16 years old realize that i want to go to school play college tennis so i went to professional children's school which is where you uh went to college yeah, which is yeah. hilarious
0: so you can't you can't play pro if you, like, go to college, like, and do tennis? Yeah, it's, no. Not, it's and, not like, and, an, I mean, like basketball. No, like, and.
1: right now, you know, like, the rules are kind of changing with, yeah, like, yeah, the yeah. basketball and football, but it hasn't even gotten to tennis yet. That's crazy. Yeah, and, like, the school that I played for, we had scholarships, but it was just for, like, academics because yeah. of Title IX, like, all the females, all the female sports teams at what, what is title the school. IX? So Title IX? Basically, you guys correct me if I'm wrong. I'll put the freaking definition right here. But I think it was like 1975, they made an article. The NCAA said that from 1975, like going forward it was like 55 or 60 years. So yeah. it should end pretty soon, but all the women's scholarships weren't taken as seriously as the men. So the men had way more scholarships to give oh, out shit. for football, basketball, all these sports so that women on the, on like uh, athletic teams back in the seventies didn't have any scholarships because they were all given to the men. Cause they felt that the men would have, you know, more audience. So like now, It's even and and, well, it's even from the time before. So women have way more scholarships. So like at a place like UConn, the men's football and basketball team is stacked with scholarships. Our soccer team has a few. Our baseball team has a few like they're still good. They're like top 25 in the country. Mm -hmm. But the women's basketball team had so many scholarships, Uh, women's softball, women's lacrosse, women's field hockey. Uh, rowing. So they would just have these sports that were just stacked with um scholarships. Mm-hmm. And the tennis team at UConn, unfortunately, didn't have any athletic scholarships. Oh shit! So we had to like split a few academic wise. Oh, wait. so it's like the same thing. Um, uh, a school like Brown, being a, a in an Ivy League, you only have athletic. Excuse me, you only have academic scholarships, no yeah, yeah. athletic scholarships. Yeah. yeah. So scholarships are very hard to come by as I'm sure you know. Yeah, so Title 9 was for it's like academic scholarships too. No. It's not just sports. Oh, it's just for sports? Sports. Oh, right worried, worried, worried. Yeah, man. So you graduated pretty recently. You're young, now, 22? Yeah, yeah. I'm 22 right
0: now. I just nice graduated girl. like a couple months ago. Yeah.
1: And you're living in Astoria by yourself? Yeah, yeah.
0: I've been yeah, I've been living on my own for a while.
1: How's that been, man? Uh it's
0: it's it's cool. You know what I mean? It's like it's nice to have the that freedom, but uh you know, I wish I had somebody to cook for me. You know what I mean? It's like, would oh, be, be, you know. Dude, that's
1: so funny. As you mentioned yeah. this, I have Instacart being delivered. Hopefully by the end of this yeah, episode, yeah, you yeah. guys won't hear it. But yeah. Just like, it's just super quick. And I'm more of a preparer yeah, yeah. than a cooker, you know? Cause like, I'll come home like, yeah, 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 yeah.
0: Especially cause you do stand up, you come home so late yeah, and then dude, nothing's late. open. Yeah. And it's like, man, I got to buy like a cold sandwich from a supermarket. I'm like, man, this <laughs> fucking sucks, dude. I'm like, I got to learn how to cook. You know what I mean?
1: Like, Do you, um, do you live near that? Park in Astoria Near Astoria Park Yeah actually I, I haven't been But it's like It's like a You know I'm like talking about The track there,
0: there. Uh, Or is that on the other so. side Maybe I haven't, I haven't been to Astoria
1: I used to it. run um, On that track Like three days a week When I was homeschooled I'd oh, go out right. to Astoria Train with some Like marathon runner guy <laughs> So I know that I know that park pretty well Just from like Being outside mm-hmm. there A ton Oh, right. Right. So what d- part of manhattan are you from i'm from like gramercy park for the most part i oh. grew up on 18th between second and third oh, went to uh, high excuse me went to lower school and middle school on like 16th between second and third mm-hmm. like right by the stand so i've been in new york besides uconn like my whole life man
0: damn damn yeah it's, it's been been great close, man, man. man. i like, yeah, yeah, yeah you don't meet a lot Dude, of new yorkers, for real. Native new yorkers
1: so you spend like you grew up in brooklyn and now i guess you're in queens now
0: yeah, I'm moving back to to Brooklyn. I just I want because I, I thought I'd like Astoria more than I did, but it's like uh, I'm kind of an idiot. Like when I was moving, I didn't I didn't look at the area that I was in, and then I just it turns out like I'm right right next to the projects. So I'm like I fucked up. You know what I mean? Like, is it also
1: like far traveling distance?
0: Yeah, uh, it's not the, the the commute is not bad. It's just uh it's just the area is not the best. Like I remember I was coming home one night and um I was gonna stop by like the bodega. And I see like this dude getting into like an altercation because you know that like late at night they'll have like the bodega like they'll lock the doors but they'll have like the window service. <laughs>
1: That's how you know you're in, you're in the I hood. Did. I was like, I don't know if I've seen that. That's yet, so how far. you know
0: you're in the hood because then they lock the doors. They're like, hey,
1: whoever's coming in at well, two in they morning have the morning is the plastic glass though in front. No, what the they'll cashier, do is like, you know what like mean? they'll
0: have like a window for like service and then it's just kind of like. uh so if like, you you put your card in or like your money and then they will like twist it and then like put like whatever shit you're buying. And uh I see some guy he's like yelling at the at the oc or whatever and and then I just see him like pointing a gun into like the service window. I was like I'm fucking I'm going home. I was like I'm good. I was
1: like I'm not hungry. You know what I mean? I'll you know I'll, I'll, I'll eat sleep tonight. You know what I mean? I was like fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> what is the actual definition of oc? I, I know ockies is like in oh, the Oc-y Oc-y corner is or like, something like that. I
0: mean, yeah, yeah, oc is like what you call like the the bodega like, whoever, like, works. But in Arabic, it means, like, ahi means, like, brother. So it's, like, I, I don't know. Oh, really like, okay, okay, okay.
1: So You're like um Arabic? Yeah, yeah, I'm Arab, North Africa. So being in Egypt and Algeria, is, yeah. that, is that the language that they speak? Yeah, Arabic, Arabic. When was the last time you went there?
0: Uh, I've actually, I've never been to places. Egypt, but Algeria I would go a lot as a kid. I haven't been in, like, uh, like many years, but, but I would go a lot, like, when I was younger.
1: Yeah. Nice, man. So before the pandemic, I mean, you were still in college, right? Yeah. Where were you at this time? You were at Stony Brook or Fordham? Uh, Fordham. So I was, uh, I was ever since
0: like, cause I've been doing comedy for like three and a half years. Um, So I was probably doing stand up for like six months while I was in Stony Brook. And then the rest of the time I was, I was in, I was in the city. Was the first mic you did in Stony Brook? No, no. It was out. Uh, I knew cause I knew I wanted to do it for like a while. And, uh, I don't know. It's just because it doesn't seem feasible. Like, you know what I mean? It's like when you watch like an hour special, it's just you just see like a, a pro comic, like murdering sure, for an hour. Yeah. So it's just like, I don't like there's no frame of reference. But then I just I started watching a lot more stand up. And uh, you know what it was? It was crazy. I was I remember I, I told my like sweet mates. It was like my freshman year. Like when I first got to college, I was like, I told my roommate, I was like, I'm thinking about doing stand up. And he was like, you he's like, you're not funny. He was like, I remember he told that to me. And I was like, are you serious? Cause I was like ready to start. Like I was like, I was like going to sign up for a mic, just do it. And then he was like, yeah, you're not that funny. And then I was like, for real. And then he calls in my sweet mate. And he was like, yeah, he's like, you're not like, he's like, yeah, you're just not like, you know, you're just, he's like, you That's got like funny crazy, moments. Dude. And then for, I didn't start for like another six months. Cause that.
1: It's crazy how sometimes yeah. your friends can get in your fucking head. Yeah, I know, man. I hope he, if that so is Sharon, still your boy, fuck you better I mean. bite his freaking tongue.
0: <laughs> no, no, he's, I still hang out with him. But yeah, yeah, I was like, I'll never forget that. I, I didn't have anything like against him for saying, but what happened was when I did start stand up, like I didn't tell anybody for like the first, like I was like, until like I start getting decent, I was like, I'm not telling nobody. So I didn't tell like, with the exception of like my sisters and like, uh, like one or two friends, nobody knew.
1: Do you remember the first place you did it?
0: Yeah, it was climate. It was uh you did? It was like oh, nice you did, yeah. like
1: five minutes there?
0: Yeah, I was the I remember it was the first and last time I did Laughing Buddha. I was like, man, this fucking sucks, dude. I
1: how much had, time like, oh. how much time between your first stand-up set at Laughing Buddha in between and your second Second?
0: Mic? Oh, it was like immediate. I was Oh uh, wow. Cause I, what happened was my boy, uh my it was, it was like he was he was the one who told like I had a friend from like he, he lives in a story actually. I mean he's he's in Egypt right now, but he told me, he was like he would always tell me like you should try stand up. He was like, You should you should do it. And, uh, when I started getting like, he was, he told me to do it before I was even like really considering it when I was like 17. And then once I was like, I'm ready to do it. I told him. And then it was like the middle of the semester at this point. And he was like, if you, he was like, you should, you should do it. And I was like, I was like, ah, you know, midterms coming up. I was like, I don't want to like, I was like, I got school or whatever. And he was like, I'll tell you what he's like, if you come into the city, I'll take you to the mic. And then he's like, I'll drive you back to Stony Brook. So I was like, all right, I'll, I'll do it. So at that point, I'd been writing, like, every day. I'd been writing for, like, a couple months, like, just jokes and, like, ideas I had. So I came into the city. I had, like, a five worked out. Like, I was like, this is what I'm going to talk about. I remember I practiced it in front of, like, the mirror. And then uh, I did the mic. And then, yeah, he drove me back. I remember I was so, like, cocky for no reason at that first mic. Like, I remember, because it was like, it's an open mic, so everybody's bombing. But me seeing them bomb, I was like, oh, this shit's easy. I was like, if they're bombing, I was like, I could, I could do better than that. And I remember, I, I, like they call my name and I like patted my chest like this. And then I just went up and ate shit
1: for like five <laughs> minutes. Just fucking like ate shit. Dude, but that, shit. Co- that confidence like, though, the first open mic, that's impressive to have that confidence. Bro.
0: Yeah, I don't know where it came from. I was never like a, like I'm not, I was never like a very like, you know, like confident, like popular dude. So I, but for some reason it
1: just, I was just like, oh right, I got this. I like, this is in the bag. But at some point, did you not have butterflies before that confidence moment? Like right in the room? Like, were you nervous initially about starting?
0: yeah yeah absolutely i mean even when i even though i was confident i was still a little like oh shit you know i'm still gonna perform and like do this i've never done this before in my life but uh yeah i mean you still you still get butterflies like it's they're not as like severe you know it's like the more you do it the more you get over it totally but But after
1: that first one you you got the bug immediately yeah yeah. i I got i
0: even though i ate shit i was like i know i want to do this i was like well i think what what we the advantage that we have like coming up in this like generation is like we like the access to like you know shit like podcasts and like uh you know you can watch comics and 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 you could like re- watch as much stand up as you want so you kind of know what to expect when you're going into it like you you don't know what's going to happen but you have an idea of what it is so it's like you I like I heard Bill Burr on podcast be like yeah I remember eating shit at like shows and sh-. so it kind of like it's like oh this is it's okay if you bomb it's like i kind of knew going in it's like you're going to bomb a lot Cause it was like, I'd hear podcasts about comedians talking about like, oh, I ate shit. Like these like horrible bombing stories. So I was like, I, this is a part of it. So it's like, it didn't like, it hurts to bomb, but it was also like, I know this is like a necessary, like part of growing in stand up. What was you know? the first show you did? If you remember? Uh, I do remember. It was, uh, it was terrible. It was fucking trash. It was uh so first open mic was not great. Second yeah. one was good. Second one, you know it's crazy. I was at Stand Up New York, and uh, I, that for, for the confidence that I had that first set, not there. It was non-existent, <laughs> not there at all. I remember I turned to the guy next to me. I was like, "Are you nervous?" And he was like, "He's like, dude, what?" He was like, "What the I fucking?" Love that. It was like eight comics. It was like the, a light mic. He was like, "No, nah, it's not like NBC. <laughs> dude, are People are here." <laughs> and then I ate shit on that one too. I remember. Yeah, yeah, the I third funny. show. But the show, first show I did, third time was
1: that the first show, or you did a number no, of no, no, open? No. mics? I did. After
0: shit, I did mics before I, I did shows. Uh, I because mean, you start here, it's like, dude, there's no like, yeah, you could be a killer not getting shows. You know what yeah, I mean? It's totally like rad. so. But I, I remember the first show I did was um, some lady saw me at like a Broadway open mic. I was like three months in, and she was like, "Oh, uh, she's like I run this show," and she didn't tell me it was a bringer. And it was like, mm-hmm. uh, it was like a bunch of it because it was some bar show. Because it wasn't like at a club. It wasn't like, oh, it's at Broadway. It was or anything. a
1: bringer produce show.
0: It was a bringer produce show for some reason. The she hair? Just, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then she, she, uh, She's trying to get the bag. It sounds yeah, like. yeah, yeah. But she didn't tell me. And then I pull up, and the crowd, dude, they're all the comics on the lineup are like, I was the youngest one by like fifty years. Like these motherfuckers were old. <laughs> like one of them needed help getting on stage. I remember she had some an audience member like help her get up on. So she what had like a it? cane. I, I don't I don't remember her name. I don't remember. I've never seen any of those comics before in but my life. She, and I haven't you, seen them but since. But
1: she didn't want you to bring people. She just had the other comics. No, 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 no. She did, she
0: did. So when I got there, I remember she was like, are, are your people coming? And I was like, what are you talking about? And she was like, I, she's like, you're supposed to bring a couple people. I was like, What? I was like, you didn't tell me that.
1: Did you even know that was a thing first? Or I'm sure you did. I heard of bringers. Yeah, yeah, I'd
0: heard of bringers, but I was like, I'm not. I was like, you didn't tell me that. So I was like, uh, and then she was like, all right. She was like, well, what are you going to do? I was like, well, I'm here. So I was like, I'm going to go up. She's like, all right, I'm only going to give you like three minutes. So I like blew the light. I did like five or six and uh, I actually did pretty well. It wasn't like I didn't have a bad set. Like it wasn't like great, but for like how long I'd been doing it, it was decent. You know what I mean? And uh, but it was just—I remember the crowd was also old too. It was like the lineup was like they were all this like in the their of New York? No, no, no. It was just some random like bar, Lower Manhattan. Yeah, yeah. I remember. I was like, damn, this sucks. I was <laughs> like, this shit. is So, brutal. what's
1: been your best memory so far in comedy?
0: Best in comedy? Um, oh, it was probably it was probably once during the pandemic I performed in front of Louis. It was—it uh, was crazy during the pandemic. What yeah. was this? Talk about it was it. in Washington Square Park. It was, you know, Ryan O'Toole?
1: I know the name. He's a, he's a comic from Boston,
0: uh, but he's, he was my old roommate and uh, he was running a mic because in the beginning of the pandemic, there was no comedy going on. So he got a speaker and uh, like he started running like a daily mic in Washington Square Park. And uh, one day, Lynn Coplitz, she's Louie's opener. She like walked by the park while we were doing it. And she like sat down, watched everybody set, gave us her email. And then um, we kind of like forgot about it. And then like a couple weeks later, she like emails one of the comics like, who was there at the mic and she was like, oh, I'm going to be coming to the mic tomorrow and I'm going to bring Louie. And that comic told Ryan who was running the mic and then he didn't tell any of us. So Louie pulls up but he has like a baseball cap, like glasses and a mask. So you, you couldn't tell who was him. And he just sits down with Lynn and everybody goes up, does their sets, and we all just go up and perform. Like, we knew Lynn was coming, but we didn't know who this guy she was. He, she brought with was. I think one or two people might have figured it out because they were just staring at her, but I was just like, I didn't, like, I didn't pay it any mind. So I just go up and do my set. And then at the end, uh, he kind of, like, we, like, like because Ryan knew it was him, and, like, he was talking to him, and he, like, calls me over, and he's like, I was sick, come. And then he starts talking to all of us as, like, a group, and then I was kind of, like, I, I was, like, I, I recognized the voice, and then I was like, no fucking way. And then I was like, I remember my jaw dropped. I was like, holy fuck, that's Louis!" I was like, I just did a fucking open mic in front of Louie in the park. And he was just like, I, I, remember I-, I-, I couldn't even remember what he was saying because I was just in shock. I was like, holy fuck, this is the wildest thing. I was like, I just did a mic in front of him in a park you know what I mean did he do any time no no hell no no. I thought he
1: like it was gonna come through do the open mic in the park no 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 no, no. so what was the pandemic like for you I mean you did this open mic but like a lot of other comics have talked about how they were doing zoom shows stopped from stand-up comedy went home what did your kind of life look like when you were at Fordham and then this whole wave of uncertainty hit?
0: I mean dude the pandemic was great I loved it. You know, I had a mad fun. Uh, I try not to say that too much because people are like, what the fuck is wrong with you? But like, dude, it was... Yeah, people are like, people died. Yeah, man. yeah, yeah. It was I'm like, I'm alive. You career, know what man. I mean? That's, no, because they we were getting like, I mean, the checks were great. Like, because like the unemployment money that I was getting was way more than what I was making working. And then, um, So I just, I had mad free time. And then when the outdoor shit started popping up, I was like, the alternative is just staying home and doing nothing. I was like, I'm young and I'm living on my own. So I was like, you know, I don't, I'm not like putting anybody at risk. So I was like, it would like, and I was like, I'm fine. Like catching COVID. At at that point I heard he gotten COVID. So I was like, I'm fine. Whatever. I was like, I'll just do the, the park shit. So I just, I like did as much of it as possible. I really loved it. Honestly. I love the outdoor stuff.
1: How often were you booked on stuff like that? Like the outdoor shit? Yeah. I guess like prime COVID, like if you have a month it, that you kind of remember where you were booked a lot and you were like, whoa, what the shit is going on? This is like, COVID's not even happening. Yeah,
0: yeah. I mean, dude, the, the amount of like stand up happening during COVID, people underestimated. Like in New York, there was, you could get up like still like three times in like a night. Wow. Like, yeah. Like you, like you could get up on Mike's shows. It was like, there was mad shit happening. Like comics really like hustled to make shit happen. It was, it was sure. a beautiful thing to see. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it was, it was, I think like everybody who really took advantage of that outdoor park shit really grew. Cause it was just like, you know, it, you were just, you were getting up, but you were getting up in like the worst conditions possible. And that just like builds like a muscle in you that you're not going to otherwise get doing like regular sets at like clubs. Cause everything is primed for standup. So here you're like working against the elements and then it's just, so you're just so much sharper. You're a lot wittier. You're like quicker on your feet. So it's like, I remember like, I even heard Burr say it when he was on like Conan, he was like I doing all this, like outdoor like park shows and like rooftop shit he was like coming back into the clubs he was like it just felt easier because he was like i built like this hell room muscle that i'd lost because i was doing like theaters and like you know sold out shows all the time
1: do you ever do zoom
0: stuff during the pandemic I did it like once or twice, but I was like, ah, this is not. I'm like, I'm like performing corp- into a commute yeah. computer. You know <laughs> like what I mean? Corporate like, stuff that you did or just No, no, do Just 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 like shows. yeah, whatever. Like I remember I did like one Purdue show and then I did like a workshop mic with like a couple of my like comic friends. But then I was
1: like, This is, this shit sucks. You ever do the village idiot comedy show? Yeah. With yeah, those guys? Yeah, yeah. Andrew and uh Isaac. So like yeah. I think when you talk about being out of your element, I think one thing that you can kind of compare outdoor comedy shows and not really having A fully focused audience Is kind of like The village idiot I mean we've talked about this Many times on the podcast But this is a comedy show That is at a bar People are drinking 8pm on a Wednesday Maybe some Half the room Is paying attention Half the room is not So I'd say like That is kind of like A perfect example Of like a place Where you get uncomfortable And in comedy It really feels like All you do Is just try and get More uncomfortable More uncomfortable Until you Until you are comfortable Like for example like Doing the Doing the um, Man on the street stuff Like initially yeah, yeah. I was so freaking nervous About doing course, it Until like yeah. I started yeah. to get into a groove Of like yeah. Okay ask the same question Ask the same question Oh a girl over there Is watching me Okay go to her She yeah, wants to be interviewed yeah, yeah. Course, Stuff like that So also like comedy And talking I think really helps uh, The absolutely. more you talk to people absolutely. The more you talk to yourself In the mirror As you were mentioning mm-hmm. I think the more comfortable You get
0: Absolutely And it's like You push yourself Out of your comfort zone A lot of the times In stand up I mean yeah Village Idiot dude That show is like I've seen some like Killers eat shit
1: Oh yeah you have on that show Love yeah that show yeah dude
0: i mean it's like because like you said it's like half the bar is like actually paying attention because they're in that like little showroom area and the rest is like mid blackout you know what i mean so they're like just screaming you know it's like white girls like dancing and shit so, like,
1: <laughs> so how comfortable are you on stage right now in terms of length of a set someone was like all right adam go up there do as much time as you want how much time do you um, think you'd be comfortable up there doing I, I
0: could i could i could hold i could hold it down for a minute i mean like i i Work LOL a lot. It's like a club in Midtown,
1: Times Square. And, yeah, yeah, and love that big
0: tourist club, right? Yeah, yeah, very big tourist club. It was like the first club I got past that. Wh- one thing that's great about it is it's like uh, it's so disorganized, which sounds like it's it's bad and good at the same time because like it benefits the comedian a lot of the time. Where it's like you'll have to like stretch shows because they're like more, they just barked in more people off the street. Oh, right. So the they, yeah, yeah, so they want to stretch. No, no, no. It's not even that it's like a free show. It's just like, it's like the, the guy who runs it is like, he's like, he'll be selling tickets in the streets. So it's like he, he like, they'll want to stretch the shows because it's like it might be like a light crowd. So they'll want to like dump as many people in there as possible. So they'll have like, like a, what would have been like an hour 15 show, be like two hours, maybe even more. So like you're, you end up being on stage for a lot longer than you'd expect. Cause like sets are like 15 minutes. I remember like, like there's been multiple times where they just threw me up and then I get off stage. I check my recording. It's like, it's like a half hour. And it's like, dude, dude. dude. then they, I had no idea. Like I didn't prepare like a half hour set list. So I just go up and you just kind of like grasping a straw. And it's been situations where I'd had to do that. And the crowd sucked. Where it's like, I'm like, like I'm like dripping sweat. I'm like, get me the fuck off this
1: stage. You know what I mean? And it's like. So you think like 30 minutes or so, 35 minutes?
0: Um, I've, yeah, I've done a half hour a couple of times. I think I could stretch. I, I mean, I was on stage the other day. I did like 20 and I was like, I have like a bunch of like, I have like a whole set list I didn't get through. So I, th- I think I could hold it down for,
1: for a minute. Do you ever see on Amazon Prime 25 sets with Aaron Berg? No, but I heard about it. Hear? That's so crazy. I watched it That's for the f- yeah, dude. I watched it for the first time like a week ago, and I haven't told Aaron yet that I watch it. But um, Aaron Berg, by the way, very well known New York City comedian, well, worldly comic. Uh, he has a this special called Twenty Five Sets. I don't know if it's a special really, but it's yeah. a special for Amazon Prime. He does Twenty Five Sets in one night in New York City, and the reason I mention it right now is because the last spot that he did was at like three a.m. at LOL on a Saturday night. So oh, like, really? no comedy clubs are open till three a.m., but yeah. I can imagine they probably stretch out the show. Oh dude stuff like yeah, that. yeah yeah
0: yeah yeah, Dude they'll definitely Like they'll add shows uh, So you'll be there Like it's I remember getting past there was like The stage time That I was getting Was like It was like meteoric Just how like Different it was Like you know I was going from like Shittier bar shows To like oh, I was actually Getting club spots And it's like you know It's it's not the best club by any stretch, but like getting past there as a young comic, you you do like time is time. Grow. Like, yeah, yeah. I, I'll never, you know, I'm I'm in no position to be like, I can't I'm too good to do that. You know what I mean? It's like you you gotta really just take any like shows you can. I'll see seller comics like like I saw I remember John Marco. He's like
1: he's yeah, he dude. He was on this couch talking about how he still loves LOL. He goes up there, yeah, looks yeah, at his yeah. notes and just dude, has no problem just he did running. Two shows new there, stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was he was uh he was closing
0: out the show that I uh, was on last night. And yeah, he's there all, constantly, you know, and even during the the pandemic, he was he was at that same mic where uh, like he wasn't at the one where Louie pulled up, but he would come to that Washington Square Park. Mic. And he's like, you know, way beyond having to do
1: open mics. Do you have anything that you're looking forward to at the end of the summer, maybe early this fall, besides the Ted Jones comedy show, which we will get Adam right, on I'm in exc- September I'm for that, hold
0: yeah. on for the dates? All right. Yeah uh yeah I'm, I'm i'm uh like what you were saying about running longer sets i, I kind of want to get out of the city try to start doing like more road shit so uh this fall me and another like muslim comic we're probably going to start trying to like cold call different um like colleges like and trying to like call up their like muslim organizations and see if we oh, like smart. Know, do some like road shit there because i was i had a uh, college in philly reach out to me like through their muslim organization to see if i like to come do a show and it was dope like they gave me like time i met some like chicago comics and i was like oh this is like a way to like you know i'm like i didn't even have to like do anything to get booked on this so it's like if i just you know took some initiative that's like i'm sure i could get you know the ball rolling on like some some spots maybe like get out of the city because you really do have to like this is like the gym but you get out of the city to like kind of you know spread your wings a little bit you know what I mean sounds not like corny
1: yeah well but when any person refers to New York City uh, I think that they, they do call it like what, yeah. comedians I mean yeah. comedians from Chicago L A texas florida whatever they all refer to new york city as like being the mecca so while we do feel like we're in the gym here people come here and they're like oh this is the place i've made it because people come for a week and they have seven shows or whatever have you been out to la no no, i haven't been out to la yet you have plans for that or Um, desire to go out there yeah
0: yeah, definitely in the future i don't need time soon but like yeah i would i would you know want to go out there you know i just i have no incentive right now it's not like you know I mean, but I, it's like my friend Ryan, like the, my old roommate, he was, he was going out there like every other month and he was, he was telling me, he was like, the scene is good. Like, you know, he's like, it's not like New York, but it's like, you can get up on like a decent amount of shows. And he's like, it just makes sense to be there too. Cause it is like, of like, it's one of the two biggest scenes in the country. Yeah, so.
1: Well, I mean, New York's the place where if you just want to get on as many times yeah, as a yeah, yeah. night and stage yeah, time yeah, in general, yeah. what's the most amount of sets you've done in the night?
0: 26
1: uh, Nah hell no dude, I don't know if, I don't know how the fuck He pulled that off Bro you gotta watch it It's actually pretty good You that's guys also insane. listening And watching You guys should watch What it time was, did it he start intriguing Like 4.15pm At Jesus Creek in the Cave Christ, In dude. Long Island City Which isn't around yeah. anymore But yeah I think it was 4.15pm It was like the 4pm show So great. you went from He did like 12 hours Like maybe Like 11 and a half hours He yeah. did 25 sets
0: I would have been out For like a week After that
1: dude. I mean like, just think about How much talking You have to do And like remembering If you told that joke yeah, Like yeah, at yeah, this yeah, particular yeah. set yeah, Or exactly. if it was two yeah, sets yeah, ago Something yeah. like that So he had a driver And was going to All these different sets Oh he had a driver cool. Yeah was
0: he was taking the train
1: There you go Yeah dude If he was taking the train yeah. Sorry guys We're gonna have to Buzz that guy in But anyway What were you saying Alright
0: um, Is there another guest Am I getting ambushed right hey. now I don't know What's, what's...
1: I didn't tell oh, you about it. We have a hot chicken
0: my, right Oh shit. Just some, some girl with big oh, titties man, walks in. Man, oh, alright. What's good, y'all? This is a single podcast now? This, is,
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: this kind of like a commercial break right now. Is, yeah. is that the food? My groceries. Oh oh oh. I thought that was like one meal. I was like, damn, dude. Yo, bro. I'm I was like, damn, tennis players fucking
1: Yeah, dude. I used to eat freaking so much when I was doing sports like that. Do you play sports in high school? I was uh I was a swimmer. Oh, a swimmer, Sarah golf. Harvard, was on the couch last episode. She's a swimmer. You know Sarah? Sarah Harvard's a swimmer? Yeah, dude. I, know that. I had no idea. She was a swimmer at James Madison University. That's a beautiful thing, man. I get to know people so well. Oh, like, you shit. and I didn't really know each other before no, this podcast. No, yeah, yeah, now yeah. we know so That's much crazy, about each other. Yeah. Were you maybe Yours gonna... is way
0: more impressive, though. Professional what? tennis. At no, it's UConn not professional.
1: Those, yeah. It was just professional children's school when I thought I was going to go. Oh, wait, right. word. But still, to play college tennis. Yeah, man. Great, it you know? was cool. Dude, do you think about going to play college sports or swim in college? No, I
0: wasn't good enough to... To swim, prof- like, I didn't even like a college team. Um, but. No, it was, it was, it was, good. Like, I mean, it's, it's probably one of the best exercises. Like I work as a lifeguard right now. So it's like getting in the pool. Oh, like love a, that, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. So
1: my buddy actually uh, works for this developer who has like 20 pools in the city yeah. and he is in the middle of hiring lifeguards. Oh, and shit. right now he's like monitoring drug tests and he smokes so much freaking weed. And he's like, why <laughs> am I drug testing these freaking kids? But I could think, I would say, I mean, you tell me if I'm wrong, I think that that would probably be the one job where maybe you shouldn't be high during the job i was high
0: constantly <laughs> i don't think i had one sober shift i was high my last shift at work dude <laughs> like what <laughs> you didn't get drug tested no dude Heck hell no you, i've I never mean, heard of that in my life you.
1: what getting hell drug tested no,
0: no. i remember I, we used the lifeguards would smoke and come back i remember the beach <laughs> guards would get fucked up they'd get like blackout and like
1: just go out go where, where is this at like a Ridge country club or no, something no no
0: it's a jcc in, in park slope Parks, a little broken. Oh, there yeah. probably
1: aren't that many Jews in the pool anyways No I mean
0: I actually wrote a bit about it I'm like oh cause I'm, I'm Muslim so every time I see Somebody's drowning I'm like say free Palestine
1: Or I won't save you Oh you know I mean? my god Dude. I
0: told one of my coworkers that
1: bit, that's and he was like, "Jesus d- Christ!" That's, like <laughs> a, that's like, a maybe. I don't want to say a, a deeper bit, but like, I don't know if the average person in the middle of the country would understand that. They don't understand that the freaking line between Israel and Palestine is blurred, and people have an issue with yeah,
0: that. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's also like I'm not actually letting nobody drown. I don't want to give that right. impression. <laughs> you know what I mean? But the reason I I don't think is is I mean, at least in the city, because I lifeguarded all through high school, and like you know, it's you're working like. Like a lot of the times it's like pools and like luxury buildings and like the pools are like three feet. They're like, like big bathtubs. Like that's really like if you drown, it's your fault. Like you deserve to and die. And you also you know really I mean?
1: probably in those luxury buildings have like guys who are 40, 50, 60 swimming laps. Yeah, yeah, do their 10 yeah laps exactly. And then they don't really exactly. have kids there so much no, like
0: no. kiddie pools. And then even if they do, they're coming in with their parents. So it was, it was always a super chill job,
1: you know? So, but do you see more of like the older crowd or do you ever have to watch over kids?
0: Oh, with, at the JCC, it's usually all kids because it's like, uh, yeah, yeah, it's all it's all kids because it's like they're usually coming in for like private swim lessons and shit. But but even then, it's like because there's like seven swim instructors in the pool. They're all lifeguard certified. So it's just like I'm there because it's the law. You know How do I mean? you get a
1: lifeguard certified? Uh, take a test.
0: I'm, I, you get it once like you really only need to get it once and then you get like recertified like every like two years. But the recertification is like super easy. Is
1: especially. it worth it?
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, if you're really like strapped for cash, I recommend any comedian do it. Like, if you can swim, I'll tell any comic become a lifeguard. There's like a shortage in the city right now. I was talking to some comic the other day. He told me, comic like uh, lifeguards in LA. I'm like, some of them are making like 500k a year, lifeguarding because there's a shortage and like, I mean, they're they're like the what ones who do been. What the shit are like, they doing? I have no fucking idea. I was shocked. I, I do not understand. Probably
1: like, at the most luxurious private. Swim clubs I don't even know That's crazy yeah, it So like make sense. I was doing corporate stuff For years And then was able to save up A good amount of money And then Now man I'm just doing this bro That's smart just Freaking dude. living the dream Hell yeah dude Yeah bro I felt like at some point I needed to begin To plan my escape And that happened like Two and a yeah. half Three yeah. years before uh, I quit working On my dad's company
0: Dude you could really Get so complacent When you have something Like cushiony You know what I mean it's Yeah like, I love what? that you say
1: that man I love that you say it's that Absolutely so I had um like a little article Done on me From the East Hampton Star Which is a a paper in Long Island And it talks about how Like I literally had this thing On a platter given to me And I was like I am just not happy doing this Yeah yeah
0: dude I mean like the guts it takes To walk away from something Like comfortable It's like you know It means you really like You're passionate about The shit you want to do It's like cause even It can happen in comedy It's like you know Comics will like get complacent When they reach a certain You know it's like like when you wear cruises, it's like you can make a lot of money, and then it's like when you see the money that you're making, you're like, ah, I'll just stick to cruises. You
1: know yeah. any comics who wear cruises? Yeah,
0: yeah, I know, I know a couple. Like I think it's like short term, it's smart because you can make a lot of a lot of cash.
1: What are the kind of money that they were doing? They were doing like those enormous five thousand person cruises or something. Yeah, like that. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like Carnival so it's like
0: Carnival. It's. I, I mean, I don't, I'm not too like well versed on it, but it's like yeah, it's like I think Carnival, Norwegian,
1: uh, and you'll cruise. go from Miami to the Bahamas and back. So you're doing like yeah. six days of show, something yeah, like that. Yeah, uh. yeah.
0: But you make like I think it's like three k or something that week. It's like three to three to four or five. I don't know. I don't know. But I I know one comic. He was gone for uh, like almost a whole month. Came back with like ten k just off the crew, and he was gone from like making like like 25 to 50 a spot at like a comedy club, you know, versus yeah. I don't want to care.
1: say that sounds like a dead end, but like you can no, absolutely, you can get you can get doing that, yeah, yeah,
0: because it's like you know, because comedy, it's like it's so oversaturated, especially in like a scene like New York. So when you're finally at a point where you're like making some cash and you're doing stand up, making that cash, you're like, all right, this is, I guess, this is you know, this is as good as it gets, you know, you could easily get fall into that trap. That's why I wouldn't want to start doing it. Like, I don't think I would become complacent and like be like, all right, this is it. But it's like, you know, I've also never made that much money. You know what I mean? Like,
1: it's enticing. Yeah. To be like, all right, go on this ship for yeah. a week and you'll make way more money yeah. than you've made in the past week or something like that.
0: But every comic I talk to who has done it is like, it is like, he's like, I hate it. Like, like, I hate it. Cause it's like, you're on the, you're like on a cruise ship for like weeks at a time. And it's like, you don't, you don't really like, you're not really allowed to like interact With like the people on the cruises, like, yeah, there's apparently like if you sleep with somebody on the cruise, like you get kicked out, like that's like one of the stipulations. So you just have to be a freaking lone wolf in a little bedroom on the cruise.
1: I've never been on a cruise. I potentially want to go on one, maybe, but like not one of those enormous fucking boats. And I'd rather just go on a yacht vacation, okay? We'll rent out the boat for a million dollars, like Drake, something like that, and then just go that way. That's way easier.
0: Yeah, yeah, I'll just get a yacht instead. It's the easier alternative, you know what I mean? (laughs) So So
1: besides Northern Africa, you've been to Europe? That's not in Europe. No, no, never been to Europe. Never no, you know Europe. what I meant, though.
0: Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. No, Africa and Europe, same place. You know, kind what I mean? of. It's, it's close
1: like enough it. to each other, bro. to mean to be freaking racist, yeah. but <laughs> no, it's no, relatively really close, close yeah. to each other. So, Adam, before we freaking get out here, man, yeah. let us are you gonna let us know anything exciting that's coming up. Not maybe not on the comedy front or on the comedy front. Um, I mean,
0: I am trying to uh, diversify what I do. I mean, in terms of like, I mean, stand up has been like my main focus, and I think it will continue to be that. But uh i been trying to get more into like the writing, uh, like aspect because I feel like you know comics uh like you can't just have one thing because there is so many facets to this. So uh, I'm like I'm not too much of like a podcast guy. Like I don't like I don't like well, I you like you are I, man killing it. I, dude. I, I love doing you podcasts. Feel very comfortable. I know I love doing podcasts, but I don't like I don't see myself having one because it's like I don't really ever go out of my way to like listen to them. But it's but I appreciate them like you know. But so, but i like I feel like I'm more. Like naturally a writer, so I've been like working on like a, a screenplay and, and some sketches with two other comics, and we're hopefully gonna start releasing them like in the next couple of months. Like so, we have a bunch written right now. We're just trying to like really hone and like um like tighten them up, and then we're gonna start trying to put them out. Like we got like a videographer lined up, so I'm just I'm that's really what I'm excited about right now. It's like that's that's what's coming up, and probably like make a YouTube page for him. Put those out. Oh, I'm a Leo man. C and, and Rob
1: Christensen. Oh, okay, two comics. Yeah, dope, man. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Adam, thank you so much for thank coming for on the podcast. Me, dude, this course, was mad fun. Adam, uh, we're fun. popping up your Instagram right here, so shout
0: it out. Absolutely. It's Adam H. Comedy. All right. that's uh, I post clips. You can watch, you know, and follow along. I post <laughs> shows, all that good shit. Uh, thank you again for having me, brother. Of course, this, bro. This was mad fun. Adam Mahmada. Yeah, you got it. Amazing. Perfect. We'll see you guys next time. Peace.